Welcome to the Black Wolf 1230s podcast. I am Black Wolf 1230, and this is a platform where wolves and sheep can socialize, mingle, evolve, and learn from each other without judgment. We go by the basis, the variants of REM. The acronyms of REM stands for we're going to, we're going to, we, basically rapid eye movements. Rapid eye movements is basically a calibrational, observational uh, practice that's used by either neuroscientists or neuropsych, excuse me, neuropsychologists to determine PTSD in dreams as you sleep. One good example that I can say every time when I hear rapid eye movements, I think of my my late dog, Kayla. Okay? Um, because I used to watch her as she sleep or as she slept in my arms or whatever. She would twitch, twitch. Or whatever this and that, blase blase. And the reason why I watched Kayla as she sleep is because I've had this, um, how can I say, it's not a fear, but it's, I had this precaution to uh, notice people when they sleep. Um, I don't know why, but no, I do, there's one reason really why, during my time coming up, a lot of uh, babies were dying in their cribs and uh, there wasn't like an, uh, I'm not going to say reasonable explanation, I'm going to say it wasn't a sound explanation on why they were dying. So science studied them and they said babies have, it's called SIDS, uh, it's called Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. And as a young, I'm not going to say boy, I'm going to say as a young teenager, uh, I, I learned to to monitor people when they're sleeping, even they're healthy. And what I mean is, is that uh, check on them. You know what? I know why. I know why. My dad. Uh, my dad was a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. He's a veteran of the, uh, the Vietnam War. And I know exactly where it came from. See, we, we, we learning as I speak. Well, I'm learning as we speak. Because this right here, this podcast, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's not about the fortune. It's about getting better and being better. So... The things I was supposed to as a child, I'm learning to take responsibility. Why not me? You know?
because the ends justify the means. Um, I also watched my, this is what happened. I started watching babies because I had to watch my dad. And the reason why I watched my dad, my dad had complications from what you called Agent Orange. Agent Orange was, it was an insecticide that was sprayed on the rice fields uh, to remove the cover of the enemies. So, as a result, a lot of soldiers uh, was exposed to that, even from transporting an orange aircraft. Um, I used to watch my dad sleep. And I felt it was my duty to because, you know, as, as, as a child, I was considered as an old man. Mm. And these are reasons, reasons why it's because I understood exactly what adults were talking about. Um, I was able to read when I wasn't, I read before I could even talk. Um, and mind you, when I talk about these things, I'm not talking about myself to uplift lift myself to be better than people. I'm telling you and I'm exposing things about me that can bring a further explanation on why I walk like I do, talk like I do, and stand as I do, as you see. And the main reason is because of truth um, and my lifetime truth was a minority rather than a majority in my environment people lived in their own lives and produced a whole world of it the thing is is that I am known as basically the black wolves A black wolf in color and nature is because a black wolf somehow knows innately that it, it is different from the pack. It's of the pack, but it's not with the pack. It's independent, it's autonomous, and it finds its own devices and resources to maintain its own sustainability. Um, so I'm saying this, like back to, I used to watch dad and, um, the reason why, cause dad had a sleeping disorder, it's called sleep apnea, where he had to have basically a CPAP. What made me watch him is, is that when he was talking to his brothers, he said, he, you know, he, 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 he said, cause I stood in the council uh, not just elderly people, but men. And when dad said that he needed his, no, I asked him, no, I know, I never asked him what the CPAP was for. He said the CPAP was for because his heart was stopped when he sleep. 
So every time my dad slept, I watched him. Not like literally watched him, but I checked on him, his chest, made sure his chest was moving. That's one. Uh, number two, um, as a child, my dad and I used to watch movies late at night. Uh, and when we watched late at night, he couldn't sleep because of the PTSD. The rapid eye movements, again, the REM, rapid eye movements. I took that and constituted it in, in a formula to bring this podcast to you. Uh, REM, the R is for relationships, the E is for evolution, and the M is for music. Comprise the two to show you and bring forth to you on how music affected my life and basically helped me through situations which is, you know, probably, no, I'm not gonna say probably, whereas I find other people were having difficulties. Guess what, y'all? It's coffee break. Welcome back. Okay, so we are in further uh, giving an explanation basically on why I am the way I am is because as a child, I was able to uh, analyze and diagnose the people's movements and actions around me, such as family members, my mothers, my fathers. Um, In my career, I am known as a troubleshooter. The funny thing about troubleshooting people, places, and things. It's kind of real hard to troubleshoot yourself because you're so engulfed in other people's troubles. Fact. Now, we did the relationships of the R-A-M, the R, check. Now we're going to do the music part. The music part is Alicia Keys has a video called Sleeping With a Broken Heart. And in the beginning, there's a sign. It says, this is a summarization of it, a paraphrase. It says that uh, basically, people have a knack, a gift, a power to cure and heal heal other people's problems but find difficulties to turn that power and resolve their own issues. That's the music part. Now, 
Now the words of troubleshooting. Um, um, I was blessed, I am blessed to assess a problem and a solution comes to me immediately. I'm going to say at least one to three. Make a choice. The red pill or the blue pill. Whatever you choose, this is going to be the result. As a result, that is how I basically assessed my parenthood with my children. The red pill and the blue pill. I never stood in the way of their decisions. I based my opinion on them. But I always gave them for what little time that they were allowed to be around me. Um, a choice. Either you're going to choose door A or choose, choose door B. But no matter what, whatever door you choose, I'm going to be on the other side to help you to get to the right one. So I allowed them to make their own decisions. Um, I was reading how uh, Will Smith philosophy on how he raised his children. Now, I don't listen to tabloids. What I mean is I don't obey and I don't take, or I don't even listen to the news. I lift, I, 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 I participate in uh, uh, okay, listening, but I don't obey, meaning I, I make my own, my own decisions from, says that, uh, real, will raised his, let's say, Mr. Smith raised his children with no, uh, consequences behind it. This is what others are saying. So my mind registers this. There is a reason why Mr. Smith has this philosophy. A lot of time when we're raising our children and we're trying to be the best proficient parent, we resort back to our own childhood. Especially how we were treated. So we try not to treat our children or neglect our children from things that we always want. So um, in saying so, now, 
I have this philosophy of the three great ones. This is for me. Um, I know in my life, God, the universe, and the light is only going to give me three chances to have my great moment. I uh, mentioned in the earlier episodes, well, I had one chance so far. I called it a strike. And then let me tell you the method of the, mad, of the madness is. And I'm learning this right. And I'm learning this from just everybody, including you. Energy and frequency. You see, I look at my present state of my life right now as... I'm here learning and I had to learn about energy and frequency. I wasted a lot of energy frequently. Okay? That drew me. That drew me. That drew me. That's like For instance, man, of all my life and all my, everything I overcame, the longest healing process, and I healed from it. I'm talking about physically, and now, I'm, now, uh, right now, I'm, his, I'm, I'm I'm working. This is my therapy to heal mentally from things that I was exposed to things that I exposed myself to. Well, one thing I learned about poison out, the more you scratch, the worse it gets. Um, so, in that learning, it taught me how to keep my hands out of my face. I've always had the knowledge that if you, you know, you, 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 you keep putting your hands in your face, you, you, you're going to cause breakouts and stuff like that. So I always had the knowledge, but I didn't have the wisdom. This poison ivy plant taught me the, the wisdom. It also taught me how I noticed that as I scratched the area and as it healed, it felt like bumps was near, like what just technically called the rash. The reason why is because I kept breaking my skin. And what happens is when I kept breaking my skin and scratching, the water was released from it. So it made it a little, little, little dry, a little crusty, like elbow skin. Guess what, y'all? <sighs> Coffee break. Welcome back. So basically what I'm saying is about scratching areas 
in other words, in the spiritual aspect, keep going in areas that's either already irritated or will irritate you, you're not going to heal. So, and I have to say this, right? So we're back to the three great women. The reason why I expose the fact that my uh, one great woman was my daughter's uh, mother. Question is, is next question with the human question, natural read, uh, natural curiosity is, well, why aren't y'all together? This is why. Even though this woman was considered as my great woman, she was a liar. She was, and what I mean is, and I'm not saying to judge her, she was one of them, um, them liars, one of of them people. it, 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 It wasn't harmful, it wasn't lies to harm you. Like, you know, like, like, or to cheat you or anything like that. It was just lies for no purpose. I forgot it begins with an H, hyper liar or something like that. Uh, the truth. And it, I'm going to say this, right? And it wasn't nothing that was connected to her motives or intents it was just just something in a natural that if you if you talk to her and like she said she has a she she has a peaceful nature you know so I can't judge her the thing is is that when you would talk to her Nine times out of ten, you wouldn't get the truth out of her. Like, not truth like she's trying to hide anything. She hyper-imagination of, or hyper-exaggeration. I believe that's what it's called, or, you know. Um, she, I'm going to say a hyper-imagination. The things that she spoke, she really wanted it to be actually the truth. I couldn't base my life on that. You see, um, that's one. Um, the reason why she's great in my life because that's the best I came across so far. And she's great in my life because. She gave me my own space to be me. She knew situations happened in our household even when she had a man that she could call upon me to rectify the situation. Um, when I came over and if she had company, she had the nigga to leave. So that's why she's great. So, I never beat the world with her. 
you see, because, you know, I had uh, troubleshooting in the beginning, and now I, I wasn't a part of it, so it's no use to me, you know, badgering about it. So, well, let me say this, right? Let me say this. When I try to, like I said, I never come back. I never ask to come back and I never go back. But, not but. And when I'm given the opportunity to cross these people again, I make it my damnest to speak, talk, and uh, express good fruit about them, especially to them, you see, but let this, let me, let me, let me, uh, let me help someone, because I'm, I'm talking about, let me just tell you something. Where I speak, it's 90% fact and 10% truth. Remember, facts are what actually happened, and the truth was, I think, why it happened. Or how it happened. Okay? So, as a result, be careful, and this is a lesson to someone, be careful within yourself on how you place these people on a platform because they will take that platform and use it to try and stomp on you. And I'm, I'm just going to say that, right? Say... Also, um, I mentioned in early episodes the reason why I guess the relationship with my mother and I are so hard is because as a child, I start recalling situations when I was a baby in which that was unquestionable, that actually occurred even down to the detail, you see. In doing so, I have a niece that's the same way, that if anything went down, I would go to her and she would break it down exactly like I was as a child. Let me just tell you how evolution, and this is the evolution part. That's one instance. Second, I got a I got a nephew that was able to read proficiently as a young boy. He started a little. Uh, I don't know when he started. 
But what I do know is he started before he was taught. Such as myself. I myself, and I'm just gonna say this. My mother says she started fearing me. I was, I was, I, I was uh, no older than two. She said she would come and work and she would find me, catch me reading her mail. That's the first time my mother said, you scared me. You know why I scared my mother? Let me just say that. So, that opened up a can of worms. I said, oh yeah, I also remember this. I also remember that. The things is, the things that I saw, I didn't fully calculate what was going on, but I, I can tell you the 90% of which is the fact that this is actually happening. The truth is, I did not have the cognition, the mindset to understand why it was happening, how it was happening, and what it was causing throughout my family. So, when I started divulging and revealing to my mother, my mother distanced herself away, away from me and started beating the truth out of me. Yeah. My mother couldn't refute it. So what happened was, that brings back the complete circle to the black wolf. The black wolf is what my grandmother. You see, when I was at that age, my grandmother used to have big boy talks to me, right? My mother's mother. Her name is Inez Lonesome. Lonesome. Think about it. Family name Lonesome. We are black, Irish, and Native American. Like, I'm gonna say with this generation, down to two, three, three generations. What I mean is, is three gen- meaning, meaning, you know how some people go to, what is it called, heredity.com, ancestry.com to find their bloodlines and everything like that. Well, the house is like right next door. Okay. Um, Meaning that my mother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, and my great-great-grandmother. Meaning these are where that these were active races or cultures in my upbringing. Either mommy's upbringing. 
grandma's upbringing. Great great grandma's upbringing, meaning that we are no stranger to our history and past because we we are it right now. We know exactly where we came from and we came from we we we, we can basically recall our roots within a century. So that's that's what I'm saying. So a lot of people have to go to Ancestry.com, take genetic tests to say, I got this drop and that drop. <laughs> well, we are, let's just say, mulattoes. We were considered as mulattoes. How about that? And that was the mixture as long as you had some type of lighter skin, lighter, lighter skin blood people in you. So, what I'm saying is just that um, you know, my grandma would talk to me like I was like a, like I'm talking to you. And I understood everything that she was saying. Inez Lonesome. Now, I did research on why would Lonesome be the name that's given. This is why. In Native American cultures, they're, uh, in that tribe, in that village, they're, uh, medicine doctors, shamans. It's where the village went to. These are people the village went to to receive healing, uh, knowledge and wisdom over the enemies, prayers, etc. Medicine doctors. They called them lonesome because. They were given space. They were basically given their own area because they, they could not uh, mingle freely with the tribe. The reason why is because a lot of times these uh, shamans, if they mix with the rest of the tribe, would affect it would affect um, how can I say their uh, socialization with certain tribe members especially when they were not right so to say this in today's society or in history, I'm gonna say in history, in history, from what I read, and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Every true king 
has a prophet on his left side. I'm not gonna get into you why, but uh, he keeps a spiritual advisor or entity to his side for counsel as a form of wisdom. And every warlock has, excuse me, I'm sorry, every wizard keeps either a witch or warlock to his side. So, it's almost time to go. So, the thing is, ask yourself today, like the matrix, in your decision making, I'm not asking you to choose the red pill or the blue pill. I'm asking you to at least take in consideration what would be the outcome if you chose the red pill or if you chose the blue pill. To help get you going, choose the one that's going to produce love. Speaking of love, y'all know I love y'all, right? Got to love you. Loving you allows me to love me. And love is the greatest power. And it's also the greatest weapon. Y'all take care. Remember that after party. Spotify. Go on Spotify. Type in cold word, Kayla's Prisms, K-A-Y-L-A apostrophe S, Prisms, P-R-I-Z-M-S. And remember, always stay peaced up.